comic books, movies, TV, and more. Nerds are everywhere. It's time to assemble! Nerds United, a jittery monkey podcast. Here's your host, Greg Mahachko. Hello and welcome to a brand new surprise, surprising even us, Nerds United, the jittery monkey podcast that you know and love and have for not yet 300 episodes. <laughs> uh, this is, it, we told you last week. That episode 300 is going to be special. It was going to be live. We we're going to do something fun. But man, there's just so much that is uh, uh, has come out this week. And knowing that we're not going to be available to record Friday, Saturday, or or all next week. This is a special Thursday night recording. I'm Greg Mahochko, and joining me is the co-host of the year, Mike Luther. Mike, good evening, hey. sir. Good, good evening. Yes, yes, indeed. Um, do uh Quick recording, or not, I don't know, quick, but we'll do a... A recording. Yes, we'll do a bonus recording. Bonus? Who doesn't like bonus episodes, Mike? Exactly, I love them. I do, too. Uh, Before we... I want to hear, because you've been reading some comics, Mm -hmm. uh, getting getting all caught up, but just about two minutes before we sat down and and started our conversation, I had a, a song popped in my mind. And okay. it, it's it's topical because it's in a comic book movie. It is uh, in one of my top five MCU scenes. Okay. Any guesses so far? Hmm? Uh, is it Immigrant Song? It's not. Okay. Is that the only song you know from an MCU? <laughs> only I can think of off the top of my head right now. Uh, but I had to look it up because I didn't know the song but it plays over uh yandu's funeral in guardians of the galaxy volume two and it is father and son by cat stevens okay and i don't know why i just like the melody I, I don't really know the words i mean i pulled up the lyrics but i don't I, it's more that moment and the song being played because you know you go back to Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. You go back to you know Yondu saying, uh, uh, "I may not be your father, but I'm your daddy." You know, some something like that. Uh, so it's it's topical. It's what I think. What I like about Guardians of the Galaxy movies is it as much as the story, as much as the heroics and things like that. But every every song that's picked has meaning. You know, and and yeah, at the beginning of yeah. of of that movie of, of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, they're a little on the nose with Brandy, <laughs> um, but uh, just every James Gunn, the the music supervisors, they everything's selected with a purpose. So, Father and Son by Cat Stevens, just the melody kind of got in, into my brain, and I was like, Man, I gotta I gotta mention that I gotta find that song real quick. So so. After we're done recording, I'm just going to, I think, you know, probably go to bed because it's almost 10 o'clock now, but I'm going to mm-hmm. uh, fire up YouTube and I'm just going to listen to some Cat Stevens because we got right. Father and Son, we got Cat in the Cradle. Uh, that's a Cat Stevens song as well. So 
I wonder if he had daddy issues. I mean, probably, you know, <laughs> who sure a lot of musicians do. Yeah, that's right. Uh, well, let's, let's transition poorly from that to uh, the comics that you've been reading because you did make a nice trip to uh, Twilight Comics, Swansea, Illinois last week, and then stopped by the house here and picked up a few more. Mm-hmm. Tell, tell me about it, buddy. So I will start with the one I just recently read. I re- recently, as in like less than a half hour ago, uh, I am up to up to date on Grimm now, of course, by our favorite Stephanie Phillips uh, artist Flaviano. I'm probably not pronouncing your name right. I apologize, but uh, liking it, still liking it so far. I recommend everybody go out and get it. Uh, if you haven't heard of it yet, it's might be because it's not one of the big uh, Marvel or DC comics, but this is by Boom Studios, which is pretty awesome in itself. Mm-hmm. It's the story of uh, Jessica, and I'm going to do this without spoiling much of anything. Story about Jessica Harrow or Harrow, who is a Reaper. And then, and okay, I guess this kind of spoils a little bit something, but she finds out pretty quickly that she can um, interact with both the living and the dead um, story continues on from there. Like I said, I don't want to spoil any more than that. I would, I would recommend everybody at least pick up the first issue and read the first issue and go, Hey, either you, either you like it and it's awesome. Keep reading or you're only out uh, a couple bucks, like four or five bucks. So, you know, that, that's not bad at all. I, I, I can almost guarantee you like it though. Now, I like I said, I finished the five issues that are out right now. Greg, do you know when the because I looked this up? Do you know when the sixth issue comes out? Not until December. Really? Apparently, according to what I read, is they said issue six comes out, and I don't even have it up anymore. Or do you know what I do? Uh, f- print copies of Grim Number Six will be available for sale in December twenty twenty two. That's better than December 2023. The fact that that is true. <laughs> the fact you know. that you were, uh, I got, I had a moment of panic because you're like December 20. I'm like, no. Right. <laughs> so, okay. I, I can, I can hold out that long. That's fine. Well, yeah. I mean, we don't really have a choice. Uh, that's, that's also true. Yes. <laughs> Next one I read is Lock and Key Welcome to Lovecraft, the very first uh, volume, I guess you would call it, of Lock and Key because I couldn't wait. Anymore for best friend of the show, Josh, to actually. Mm, yeah. You're, what, what are you trying to. So, you know how uh, when you were here last week, I gave you a uh, Count Crowley. Count Crowley, yeah. I sent one to Josh as well. And okay. I included yep. in there. Let me see if I can find my notepad. I think it's behind the laptop. There we go. Uh, on my handy from the desk of Greg Mahachko Green Lantern right. customized uh, uh, notepad, I said uh, regarding Count Crowley, I said, this one's yours to keep, but you need to send back lock and key <laughs> as soon as possible. And he got a very, he got it. I only sent it out on Friday. He had the book as of Monday. He got back into town from a, a trip to Lincoln and he said, dude, thanks so much. Um, he said, yeah, I know I, I I'm going to get it. I'm going to try to read it quickly as I, as I, uh, Get it in the mail. So we'll see. I'll believe it when I see it. Best <laughs> friend of the show, Josh. And the only reason I, I say that is because of how great the first volume was and kind of like great you were talking about it. Actually, I you must have read this well over a year ago. Oh, I, yeah. I almost remember 
and I'd have to look back at, at old episodes and see, and hopefully we labeled one of them lock and key. Um, that's the only way I would know. But I, I thought I remembered you talking about it a while back. And I don't, here's the thing. I don't remember what you said about it. I remember you liking it, but it's, I will say this, it is vastly different from this series in it, in it, the, it's a lot darker and when I say so when I say darker, I mean almost the entire volume one is about this kid who killed um the main character's dad or the main character family's dad and basically kills a bunch of other people. Not yeah. I mean, so sort of spoiler alert, I'm sorry, but go pick you know, pick it up really. Uh the only key that is introduced, well, in the beginning, they, they have the ghost key, which you, you they do have in, in the series. That's the first key introduced. They And then I think near the end, they introduced the anywhere key and something else. I can't remember. Echo's still in it. Like I said, it's just, it's super dark where I'm reading this. I'm like, oh my gosh. And... I, the, the characters in it compared to the characters in the series, I the characters in the comic book, I don't know how to say this politely, but they're a little bit more um trailery. A little bit more down south. A little more country, a little less rock and roll. Yeah, like the, the characters in the, the series are like I don't not really the same. The names are I think the same. I think Bodie's mm-hmm. in the series and stuff like that. But yeah, I, I Netflix basically said looked at this and said, okay, we'll keep the names, we'll keep sort of the plot and the keys. But I, I love this. Yeah, so I had all three volumes. I basically had the entire story read right. before the first season ever came out. I mean, so you gotta go back to 2018, maybe. Yeah, I'm trying to think because I know for a fact I, I I acquired them at at a free comic book day, um, right? And I had my oldest with me, but he was little. Uh, I mean, littler than he is now. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. But I had to carry him. You know, I was carrying him so that he wasn't pulling things off the shelves and you know things like that. So it was probably maybe 2017, but more than likely 2018. Yeah, I'm trying to remember when the first season came out, and I want to say it was was it the beginning of the pandemic? I thought it was before that. Maybe it been maybe it was 2019. I bet, but I bet I I had it for almost a full year before the the series came out. So I'm I'm it, assuming it just continues on getting dark and not really much like the the series. There are elements that the series takes from the book you know, characters right. and, and things like that. But it's, I mean, the show itself is kind of dark, you know, uh, because there's like teen deaths and things like that. Spoilers. Um, I think maybe in the book, there's just a little higher body count. Um, yeah. But, um, and for the life of me, I don't recall like the, the, the third season that is, you know, mostly like a, a British major, I'm sure it's in the book. I don't remember that part of the book. So that's all right. Um that should come as no surprise to anybody who is a long time listener to the show that Greg forgets something. 
Well, I mean, also it's been several years since, since you've read it. True. Um, I don't. I, I, you could ask me stuff about books I read a month ago, and I would have no idea. Uh, so, so you're right. Uh, February seventh, twenty twenty is when it premiered on Netflix. So right before the pandemic, right before. So yeah, maybe it was nineteen, you know, eighteen, nineteen, yeah. something like that. Free comic book day when I, yeah. and I, I, you know, you you don't know this because you haven't seen them. Mm-hmm. Josh knows all too well, but I have. I mean, I mean, you've seen the the newer version, but it's yeah. yeah. I, I got the hard cover that has the little ribbon like bookmark placeholder oh in it. Nice. I, I, I went bougie on this i, I bet I, I spent upwards of 25 dollars a piece on on these volumes so i would say more well you know well, yeah because the one i have is 25 so if you got a ribbon on yours that that's worth at least 30 you know? <laughs> and here's the thing i when i was reading this i knew i was like this is gonna end because i'm i'm it's a page turn i'm like i'm gonna hate it when this ends because i i can't i don't have volume two yeah you know, but luckily I did have another one. Last one I read, I read Flashpoint. We talked we, about the last time. I thought we did. Um, I mentioned that I had seen the movie several times. Actually, have not had not read the book. Absolutely enjoyed the book, of course, and I knew I would. Very similar to the movie, which I like. Um, you said that the book, I don't think you, I don't know what words in your mouth, but it was like, you said it was vastly better or something like that. Way better than the movie. I don't know. I would almost say not that it's worse. It's definitely not worse. It's almost like one, a one B like, because we've talked about it. Yeah. We've talked about books being better than the, the movies. For example, Hush, Batman Hush, the comic book, I think is way better oh, than the movie itself. Without and I like question. The, mm-hmm. the ending's better, everything. This one, um, great comic book. I'd probably reread it, honestly. Uh, and maybe it's just because I've, I've not only, I, I remember actually years and years ago, back when Kevin Smith used to like, talk about comic books and mainly comic books and mm-hmm. interview comic book writers and stuff like that. I remember him talking about flashpoint paradox, the movie in detail, like he was talking about it scene for scene. And I remember thinking to myself like, well, I guess I don't need to watch this because I've, you know, he's telling me, I mean, he spoils everything, right? But I've, I've still watched, I've, I know I've watched it at least three times, you know, last, last ones recently. I you know I like the in in the movie they start off I believe with the, with um uh thaw, uh re- reverse flash um and his like I don't know like the rogues you know um capturing flash with that that whatever goo stuff it was and then plus Batman's there and Green Lantern so you have everybody together you know mm-hmm. I also like the ending of the movie well, sort of near the ending of the movie compared to the book. In the in the movie, uh, Batman shoots uh, Reverse Flash in the head and you see like the bullet hole. Now, also, that ties back or that they, there's a flashback to that in another movie. And I can't remember which one it is. Where they talk about um, when he gets shot, they, they show that scene again, but he gets shot and Reverse Flash talks about like, how he is basically slowing down time as much as he can right there. Oh, so in yeah. order to, but I don't remember what movie that is. 
in in the I'll have to look it up. In the book, um, it's still good. Uh, Batman uh, kills him with a uh, not a dagger, but a giant sword or whatever it's called, a harpoon or something. A giant sword. Yeah, whatever it was, I can't remember. I I think for me, because you're right, that there are mostly some. I mean, story wise, structure wise, it's probably you know ninety percent similar. Yeah. Um, but I I think for me that the reason I prefer Flashpoint maybe is because I a little hyperbole when I said so much better. Right. No, I understand. Uh, yeah. Is I prefer the art, the art style oh, yeah. of, of the comic. Definitely. You know. Um. And that's not to take anything away from the artists, uh, the animators who did Flashpoint Paradox, but I don't know. It has a, Flashpoint Paradox has a nice cover, but it falls into that in, in DC animated universe art style, which is not yeah. it's not the the Bruce Tim, uh, you know, style that's kind of I think beloved, um, right. It's like the stuff we get in like Justice League War and Justice League Atlantis Throne and 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 the DC animated universe that that spawned I think kind of uh, before Flashpoint, but you know Flashpoint comic was kind of the jumping off point because after that we got New Fifty Two and that's where Justice League War comes from. That's taken you know almost beat uh, for beat uh, from the Justice League comics and, and things like that. So uh, I don't know. I just. I like the artistic style more uh, of the comic book, but yeah, to your point, they're 90% similar as far as in stories. Well, and I would say for anybody that has seen the movie, I would recommend the comic book. And if you've read the comic book, I would recommend the movie. Yeah. You can't go wrong. Uh, And in fact, speaking of uh, DC animated movies, because of flashpoint, I was like, I wonder what they consider like the best DC animated movie. So I just looked up like, you know, what's the best DC animated? And it was like a top 10 list. Uh, Justice League Dark was on it. Uh, Flashpoint was on it. And then so the next one I'm kind of watching now because it was on the list and I hadn't seen it before is uh, Teen Titans uh, Judas Chronicle, I think. or Judas, Judas Contract. Judas Contract. Yes. So I'm watching that one. That's <laughs> some dark stuff, man. That 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 storyline, that comic mm. goes back to, I think, the 80s. Okay. And, and is one of the more, I mean, Teen Titans... We think, you know, I didn't grow up with Teen Titans, a cartoon, no. and certainly like Teen Titans Go that they have now. But, but you know, go back 20-something years, and Teen Titans was a cartoon on Cartoon Network. Yes. And they pulled some, you know, of, of the of the lore from, uh, from the comics. But Judas Contract, I think, goes back to the 80s, and it was a very mature storyline. Uh, you know, for the time, so for for that for that group of characters, yeah. Because I don't see with Teen Titans, I always just thought of like cartoon, like kids cartoon type of yeah. thing. Yeah, same. Know? All right, that's all. That's all I got. What you what you got for us? I don't have anything new from the comic shop from Twilight Comics, Fontana, but I'm going to be getting something new in December. I requested uh, humbly uh, the. Uh, first issue. It's a DC limited series, which I kind of kind of has been my go-to here as of late. Right. You know, uh, there some stories that are a little bit more self-contained, and I'm going uh, to be acquiring Wildcats. 
Oh yeah, I I saw on Facebook that uh, they had they had that out. Do you I didn't realize it was a DC thing? Yes, sir. Uh, and in fact, Grifter, you should uh, recognize because he is in yes. Flashpoint. Yes, indeed. And uh, they they have a I don't know if it's a um, the the writer or or yeah I think it's it's the writer of, of Wildcats. Uh, he's trying to sell it, you know, via Twitter. And he's like, Hey, we yeah. need you, you know, you, you got to go to your local comic shop. You got to tell them that you want the book, blah, blah, blah. And he says, uh, the, the last portion of the last tweet says, uh, I can't promise uh, you that you'll love it, but I can promise we worked damn hard to make some something we hope you'll love. And grifter shoots a dude in the face for being a jerk. That's got to be worth four bucks. Right. I said, <laughs> yeah. You you have sold me. Uh, <laughs> Grifter is a character that I wish uh, it was a little bit more mainstream. Um, it, it's it, he's a character that I find fascinating because he has a unique look, um, and it, you know because he it's basically he he looks like an old Wild West like stagecoach robber, you know, because he's just got a, a bandana, but the bandana goes all the way up to his hairline. Um, but he's handy with a. A, a pistol um so i i don't know i curious to to read that one and i also found out uh through twilight comics swansea illinois that they uh are are one of our more beloved 90s cartoon characters are coming to life uh via comic books once again who i forget uh they are defenders of the night Mm. Oh, uh, dinosaurs! They are gargoyles. <laughs> oh, so so close. So uh, close. it's a new monthly epic. Uh, this is from Previews Magazine. It's not me. I haven't read it, but uh, by Gargoyles creator Greg Weissman. And it's got right. some pretty good art there from all of our favorite characters, including Goliath. Uh, and issue one comes out in December, so I'm very curious. Actually, you know what? I do. I remember talking about that because when it was announced, it was like uh, the the. T- of course, you know, there's always clickbait titles. The title was something like "New Gargoyle Series is Back" or something like that. Right. And of course, everyone's like, "Oh my gosh!" It's on TV, and it's like, "Oh no, it's comics." But still, still cool. Yeah. Uh, can we go back to the Grifter real quick? Yes. Okay. Here's why I think Grifter might not be as big and popular as he maybe could be. Because he looks way too much like Deadpool. It looks like a Deadpool ripoff. It looks like Deadpool with hair. Number one, how dare you? It's it's true. It, it, it looks... Because I, I, I'm looking at Grifter and at Deadpool right now. Uh, obviously, you can, tell the, you can tell the difference. But it still does look like... Uh, and I'm not saying it is, by the way. But it looks like a Deadpool ripoff. Uh, Grifter came out in 1992... That's exactly what I was going to say. That's exactly what I was going to go. Because that's, that's happened before where like one's gotten more popular, but it came out afterwards. Uh, Now grifter is uh, a Jim Lee creation. Mm -hmm. Good old James Lee. I said, I, I, I I liked, I mean, I've only seen the character a little bit. Um, 
obviously in, in the Flashpoint Paradox. I don't remember. There was so many people in Flashpoint, the, the comic book. I don't remember. Like, I was looking back at certain things. I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot she was in there. I forgot he was in there. Uh, I'm just looking to see uh, what specific powers, maybe, that um, x I, I looked that up too, and I think they have very similar powers. Like I think even accelerated healing, I think Griffer has. I mean, here's the thing: if if I was so way back in the day when when we were roommates, best friend of the show, Josh and I, uh, as well as you know maybe one or two other people in the house, we used to play uh, Marvel's Ultimate Alliance. You ever hear of that game, yeah. Mike? Oh yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So uh, and. and it was marvelous. I think maybe there was an X-Men version as well, but I always played as Wolverine and like Josh was yeah. always like, you know, somebody smart like Cyclops who'd be like, stay in the back and not be, the, right. you know, taking out the brunt of the punishment. One of the things that I always did like more than anything was I'm like, all right, the, if I have, if I have the ability to boost a power, I'm boosting health regeneration, you know, okay. Uh, because that's your first line of defense. So it, if I had to, if I had to choose a, a superpower, number one, automatically teleportation, no yes. question. You know, I, I, I don't want to drive. I mean, I, I do, mm-hmm. and I don't, you know, but if I could just, you know, think about a place and be there, I'd much rather do that. Absolutely. Um, number two, if there was something that could just like, automatically give me a six pack you know okay yeah, obviously yeah um because like right now i'm a little less wolverine and a little more blob <laughs> same, same. not you 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 work out um i do it doesn't help though you're like the uh well never mind i can't think of the group um <laughs> but like you know but i might i've been in pain with my damn knee for so long mm-hmm. and when my back was messed up they're like I just would like a little advanced regenerative healing. Yeah. That's I agree. not asking that much. Come on. I mean, superpowers. Come on, mutant powers. Give me those uh, three. Yeah, you know, okay. <laughs> That's fair. All right. I'm gonna wake up um, tomorrow. I'm I'm gonna feel great. I'm not gonna I'm, I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep the car parked. I'm just gonna bamf my boys to daycare. That'd be awesome. Oh, that'd be so stupendous. Although here's the thing, because it takes me from from my house to the, my, my school, it's about a half hour, and I really use that time to like get ready and just like listen to music and focus, you know. Uh, but I, granted, I could do that here and then just bamf my way if I if I needed to. Uh, yes. Question: Speaking yes. speaking of bamfing and teleportation, like I'm talking, I, I'm thinking micro, but you know, like think about if you had a week off vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, you no longer have to drive or fly right to your destination. You can just close your eyes, open them up, and you're at Disney World. But if you did that, it's going to say specifically with the the example of Disney World, would you still feel obligated to get the fast pass, or would you? Um, just, I mean, I feel like there's enough surveillance around that you can't just bamf into the front of the line. Well, okay. First of all, you're you're assuming that I would want to go to anything like Disneyland or Disney World. Okay, uh, uh, let me let me rephrase. Um, 
the Marvel experience or Star right. Wars, yeah. you know, whatever, whatever it's called. Right, but yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. Um, no, I would still uh, ban in front of the lines. And <laughs> if they said anything, I would just ban out of there. Easy, easy peasy. Or, or what you do is be like, okay, I'll go back to the end of the line and then immediately bamf right back. And be like, look, I'm going on this ride next. I would, I would bamf myself. Like if I was, if I liked roller coasters, which I don't, oh. I would, I would bamf myself onto the roller coaster. Like right, I would wake there into an like empty chair. <laughs> yeah, I would just right, right then. You know, that'd be the best. Uh, by the way, I'm starting to go back to Griffin. Well, last Sorry. thing, no, 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 you're fine. Um, this, this is crazy. I just looked this up. His apparent real name is Jade Jilson. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> but how, how crazy would that be? <laughs> no, actually, I did read a little bit. Of, I was reading it real quick, and uh, it says, beginning with Griffin number nine in May 2012, serious writer Nathan Edmondson was replaced with Rob Liefeld, who, I don't know if you know this or not, did a lot of the Deadpool stuff. And it created the character. Yes, yes. So, all right. What what do you got for us? Because this this is your this is your call. So you said we got a lot of news, which we've we've already talked about thirty minutes just on comics. I know, which is great, right? Yes, I'm, at, I'm fine with that. Look at us go. I mean, that's yeah. that's the uh, back to the origins of of the show, mm-hmm. comic books, movies. Let's talk about some of those movies, shall we, Mike? All right. Okay. Uh, let me find the the. I got a lot of scrolling here to go. I apologize. Uh, okay, here's one. Harrison Ford is going to replace. Um, uh, I can't remember his name now because, but he recently passed away. Uh, he he's going to be uh, uh, General Thunderbolt Ross in in moving forward in the MCU. Harrison yes, Ford. We kind of talked about a little bit. Uh, William Hurt. Um, Thank you. Last- Thank you. Uh, I don't know if it was last episode or episode before that because it was kind of rumored that he was going to, but it's it's official now. Um, you you not only say you were against it, but you you're the problem you had with it is you thought that Harrison Ford was so much older than William Hurt, and then we realized that they're not that that far apart. I think it was eight years, eight yeah, nine years, something yeah. like that. Yeah, and when uh, you're ninety, eight years doesn't really matter. Uh, I'm pretty sure they're both like 90 or something. Harrison Ford's 81. Yeah. Uh, William Hurt, I believe, was 72, out. 73 when he passed. Uh, the, the problem is, are we going to have 81-year-old uh, Harrison Ford red hulking out? Nope. We And we don't need to. You will have somebody else uh, standing in doing the mocap, uh, younger, unknown actor, and that's all you need. No, I, I I don't necessarily disagree with that aspect, but do you think that they would, because it's not completely unlike Marvel, do you think that they would maybe reimagine the Red Hulk character to move it away from General Ross? I don't see why they would. Okay. I can't, I can't, I don't necessarily see that happening. I mean, I mean, anything can happen, of course, in, in Marvel, uh, but I, you know, no, like I said, I, I think they'll have they'll have um, Harrison Ford being the grumpy commander, and then uh, somebody else playing uh, the grumpy Red Hulk. If I'm doing the math right, and I'm not saying I am, but he's 81, mm-hmm. 
Star Wars came out in 77. That's 45 years. No. 45 years ago. So he was already in his mid thirties when he first played Han Solo. Yeah. yeah, he got he started his he's one of those actors that started their career or at least got um the big break later in life. And there's mm-hmm. there's quite a few of them that haven't. I, I don't remember any of them now, but mm-hmm. I always see kind of like a list like, oh, you know, so and so didn't get famous until they were forty five. For, for reason, us uh, yet, Mike. Uh yeah. Uh, who and I can't remember his name. He played uh, uh, Snape. He played. He passed away. Uh, uh, Alan Rickman. Rickman. I I think he didn't get uh, his start until like his big break, quote unquote, until like thirty five, maybe even later than that. And that was Die Hard. Die Hard. Yeah, I think that was his first uh, theatrical movie. He did a yeah. lot of stage, a lot of theater mm-hmm. before that. Right. Uh, my first, and not to get into the Alan Rickman, you know, down the rabbit hole, but my first uh, introduction to him was Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Oh, same actually with yeah. Kevin Costner. Yep. So Christian Slater, fuck me, I made it. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's also the first time I heard the F word. Okay, well, your parents are different than mine. Yep. <laughs> um, I don't. My mom. I've never heard my mom say that. And conversely, I've never said in front of her. Uh, I've only said, I, I think I've only heard my dad say it once. All right. I mean, I, I don't want to make it seem like, I mean, I don't want to say, make it seem like my mom cusses like a sailor. She doesn't. I've, I've definitely heard her say it before, but I don't, I don't swear around her. It's not like we're sitting around just swearing around each other, you know? You know, we'll be visiting and, you know, if I'm frustrated or, or you know, something's going on or I'm telling a story and I'm telling it colorfully. I use every other word, but <laughs> yeah, like that's, that's the one that's, that's the the line in the sand that I'm not going to cross in front of my mom. I remember years ago I was working at a hotel and I was telling a story. I don't remember what the story was, of course, because like I said, it was like probably at least 10 years ago. And I said something along the lines of like, he was an idiot or something like that. Like I, whatever, I didn't swear. I know that. And my boss was like, Whoa. And there's like no customers or no guests around. He's like, Whoa. I'm like, what? He's like that language. And I'm like, <laughs> I said like idiot or something like that. I was like, really? He's like, yeah. Oh my gosh. Don't use that. I was like, okay. Yeah, the idiot. <laughs> right. I used to get my mouth washed out. So I That's- used to request it. <laughs> I was scared. <laughs> Uh, so Harrison, you know, I, I don't know. I still feel I'm on the fence with that one because at, at some point I think 81 is a little too old to, to be like getting into a, a, a franchise situation. You know, I, I don't know. Could just be me. So if, um, they have the X-Men and they say, cause we're obviously we're bringing back, um, uh, Hubert Jackman, um, if they say, okay, we're also bringing back Patrick Stewart for Professor X, are you okay with it or are you not okay with it? He looked pretty old in, in Doctor Strange too. He is. He's I, very old. I think this is not going to be a popular thing to say, but I think you have to recast. I think you oh, have I, to recast. I, I think you have to recast the whole X Men. Like. I, I understand that Hugh Jackman uh, or I'm sorry, Hubert Jackman uh, is coming back because 
Uh, he's good friends with with Ryan Reynolds, and you know they've had that little you know fun rivalry here and there. But he's not going to be able to maintain that pace and that character forever either. So, uh, you, I I know I'm trying not to come across like ageist, um, but for for some of these central pieces, you know they they need especially when physicality is involved. I think you need to start looking, you know upper twenties, younger thirties, uh, Charlie Hunnam, I think, you know, is not a name that gets tossed around enough, but I think that guy could be a good Wolverine. That, that one just came to me just now. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, yeah. I, I would agree. Um, and then with X-Men, you also got to think, are you going younger? Like younger X-Men is in like the first X-Men first class type of people, or are you going original? And when I'm going to say original, I mean like, in the comics, Professor X is old, and in right. you know, and, and Magneto is old in the comics. So you still would have to have an older somebody older, just maybe not you know ninety like Patrick Stewart is or eighty nine or however old he is. And uh, Sir Ian McClellan, who's no spring chicken either. Yeah, I mean, great great actors, both of them. Oh, yes, might might have to go a little bit younger. Beloved, beloved, great bodies of work. Yes. All right. What's next? Well, Mike, what's next is, I don't know if it qualifies as being genre, but I do feel like it is uh, a sequel to a wildly popular movie, especially at the time that it came out. I remember when it finally made it to TV, uh, we watched this in in my house when I was a youth, Uh, Twister, the 1996 uh, uh, natural disaster picture, I think that spawned a a slew of natural disaster pictures after 26 years is getting a sequel. Yeah. How long has it been since you've seen Twister? Almost 26 years. Probably about the same for me. It came out in 96. Um, So Twister uh, was, you know, was, like I said, maybe the first one, Dante's Peak came out i think shortly thereafter there was another one yeah. starring uh, tommy lee jones i think just called volcano volcano yes uh eventually you get to you know like uh day after tomorrow um you know there there were other natural disaster you know movies certainly but but i think i do think twister started off uh the problem is i don't know if it could be a direct sequel because bill paxton has passed philip seymour hoffman has passed True. Helen Hunt. Yeah, That's maybe fast. she no, but maybe she pitched it because no, nobody's heard of Helen Hunt in twenty six years. Oh, yeah. How do you go from Mad About You to Twister? I don't. Hey, Twister was popular. Mad About You was popular. Here, here's the thing: in in a world where they've taken a lot of games and turned them into movies. Hmm. There's a world where Twister 2 could be about dots on the floor. <laughs> I mean, I, I thought you were going to go completely different with that. With that. I thought you were going to be like, Twister is going to be a video game, which, which oh, by the way, uh, oh, never mind. That's, I was looking, so I had looked up Twister, right? And then I was going to look up Twister video game. And then it's like, I have Twister written in Google. And then I press space. And the first thing is game. And I was like, oh my God, they already made a Twister game. <laughs> well, yes, they did. They did. Not based off the movie, though. <laughs> Something like 60 years ago. I, I don't know when Twister yeah. came out. Um, so anyway, I guess 
more power to him, but was anybody really saying, Hey, you know what we need it? We need a twister sequel. I don't know, but here's the thing why I will tell you, even though it was 26 years ago, and even though I have probably not seen it in maybe 25 years, I can still tell you uh, the ending of it, of where they had to flatten out the uh, Pepsi cans and they had to create like a little like kind of helicopter thing with the balls, and that's the only way it would work. I remember the scene where they were holding on to a pipe and the twister was right above them. I, for whatever reason, I still remember these scenes in my head. I, and I, of I, course, I, the cow, which the, the cold cow thing, by the way, was stupid. Everybody, I remember being like, "Did you see the cow? Did you see it?" Yeah, it was right in the like everybody saw it. Yeah, it was, uh, they weren't hiding it. I do remember now. Now that you mention it, I don't remember much about this movie, but now that you mention, it, I do remember the two of them holding on to the mm-hmm. the pipe. I don't remember the the Pepsi can aspect. Uh, yeah, it was like hey, a soda cans or something like that, yeah. aluminum. So, um, but hey, if you're interested, you can watch Twister on Tubi, which is a free uh, streaming service. I think Bear, on Hulu as well. I thought it said uh, might might require a subscription on Hulu, but oh, maybe anything is possible. So, well, you do. I mean, you do need a subscription to Hulu to watch Hulu stuff. Fair, yeah, uh, but sometimes it's you know like an extra like uh, stars yeah. or you know side subscription or something like that. So, um, you had con- or you had you know attached the twister to this time. There's two cows, uh, <laughs> and then uh, Heather on on Facebook said cow NATO. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> that was well well played. Uh, all right, Creed three is coming. Yes. Uh, by the way, it is it's just free on Hulu if you have Hulu. Oh, okay. I don't have any fancy subscription. Sorry, uh, Creed three. Yes, Creed it up. Have you seen Creed one or two? Yes, I have actually. I had uh, Creed teed up on my watch list on Prime Video, however long back it's been, and then it, it was no longer available. So I've actually never seen Creed or Creed two. Um, I was just looking to see if it's available anywhere and it is basically not, not for free. Yeah. I, you know, I, I enjoyed a- mm-hmm. I, I, I have nothing against them. I, I like yeah. the Rocky movies except for, mm-hmm. uh, Rocky five. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, I, I just, I, I've never took the opportunity when I had it to watch the Creed movies. Um, that being said, Michael B. Jordan, Jonathan Majors, who apparently looks like he's like the the second coming of Mr. T, the way he's built. No, is, is that with, with how Cobra Kai has dipped into their lore and brought back all these you know characters and and Creed. I think Creed Two was the son of uh, Drago. Drago. Yeah. Do you think that is Creed Three is is Jonathan Majors' character? Is that supposed to be like? clubber lang son or something like that or, or are they not going quite that i mean i haven't no I, I, admittedly i did not watch the trailer yet okay i'll say it'll tell you in the trailer it's essentially like a childhood friend of his that they in, in the trailer it makes it seem like they got caught doing something and he went to jail mm. and he was in, like he was in jail for like 18 years oh. and just got out and then go, goes he finds um creed and it was like 
you know, hey, I still kept myself in shape and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, he obviously did. But he's like, hey, you know, come to my gym or, you know, yeah, come come to my gym. And then he kind of gets a little bit too violent. And it, everyone sound like, like, you don't owe him anything type of, you know, so that's what the trailer is. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, I mean, it sounds like it's a solid premise, mm-hmm. uh, a little reclamation project potentially. Yeah. Um, so that we're almost done with the movie aspect of comic books, movies, TVs, and more. How about this one? November 17th. So less than a month away, we're getting official mm-hmm. with the at least one of the individuals who starred in the original. All right. A Christmas story, Christmas HBO max, Mike. Yeah. I, 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 I saw that. I was like, okay, interesting. Peter Billingsley is back as Ralphie. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know that some of those other uh, little scamps are, are, are still around and kicking in the industry. So you just don't know who we're going to see in a Christmas story. But I bet you this time around, it's going to be set in the 80s, which would be pretty cool. Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah. So um, speaking of 80s or not 80s, speaking of holiday movies in uh, the Christmas movie tournament that uh, we'll be getting going on. Did you include 8-Bit Christmas on that, Mike? On the Christmas tournament? Yeah. Uh, no, but I mean, I would. Okay. I would. I would put it in there. Hey, you don't have to, man. This is this no, is I didn't, your show. I don't, I don't have. I don't have any of the movies right now. All right, I'm just saying it's it's almost Halloween, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, you you did a great job putting together the uh, the '80s one in, in in short time. So full full faith and confidence in you, sir. Okay. All right. Well, let's. Uh, this one blends. I guess we'll we'll go this way. This one blends the. Uh, blurs the line of of movies and tv and that is that the she-hulk director wants the character madison to get her own movie that's got to be a joke i uh, that's that's got to just by the way i didn't i didn't read the article but that's got to be something like, oh my gosh, she's just so such a great person to be around. I, I, you know, I would love to cast her in, in anything. You know, it's kind of like when Kevin Smith says that uh, he he would cast uh, Ben Affleck as anything, including the Shark and Jaws. You know, that's that's what I think about that because no, no, I, nobody wants um, a full movie about a side character. No. Uh... <laughs> We learned not to have side characters in full movies with Thor, Love, and Thunder and Korg. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we learned that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, the internet has been crawling with fun Madison memes since the character's MCU debut. And actress uh, Patty Guggenheim has seen it all. Quote, I mean, Thanos and me, did you see that one? I uh, told Marvel.com about the reaction uh, to her. Here's the thing. This is from comicbook.com and they tend to overuse the phrase fan favorite. Yeah. I I watched the uh, entire She-Hulk series mm-hmm. and I thought she's kind of annoying. Well, yes, but I mean that's that's part of her character. She's supposed to be, you know. Don't disagree. Um, she's that ditzy, you know, stereotypical ditzy girl. You remember uh How I Met Your Mother? Yes. She was a woo girl. Yes, absolutely. Remember the woo? Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, 
but I, I don't know. There's not really a, there's not really a place for her uh, full time in the MCU. <laughs> I have faith in MCU. They're not. They're definitely not going to make a movie about her. They're not going to make a series about her. They might do a fifteen minute one shot. There you go. That's, that, that's about all I could see them doing. Uh, so, um, but the She Hulk director, I guess, of that episode, uh, Cat Coiro, uh, knows what the people. Again, this is according to comicbook.com. Right. Uh, claims she knows what the people want and more Madison. I I just want to know who these people are that were really, you know, fired up well, for Madison. Here's here's the thing. There and Marvel's smart enough to know that memes, people making memes. And her trending does not mean people want to watch that in a movie. That's a a mistake Sony did with re-releasing Morbius. Because there are so many memes. They're like, oh, people must love Morbius. We we should re-release it. And then I think there was like five people went to the theater. It's always Morbin time. That's right. Morbid up. How many times have you seen Morbius on Netflix now, Mike? Per day? Yes. I, I usually I wake up in the morning and I watch my I get my Morbin time in, and then uh, if it wasn't so late right now, I'd get my Morbin Morbin even in time, Morbeven, Morbeven. That sounds <laughs> sounds, sounds a little different. Uh, a little different. No, I'm so sure about that one. I'm gonna right. get more beaven. Some don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's uh, next? A couple things. Um, I we don't have it on the Facebook page, but I started watching season two of Star Girl. Okay, and you know they, I had I known that there's a fan favorite character that that they uh, introduce in I think the first episode. I I probably jumped on it that much sooner. Green Lantern, ladies and gentlemen, Green Lantern is in the DCCW universe. Yeah, well. Okay, let's not clickbait this. Green Lantern's in it. Powering Jessica Cruz in it. Yeah, uh, yeah, but I mean, when you say Green Lantern, people are going to think Hal Jordan's in it or John Stewart's in it. There are many Green Lanterns, Mike. When you say Green Lantern, it could be Kilowog. It could be Tumare. Aresia. By the way, I I told my wife uh, or asked my wife. I didn't tell her anything. I don't know. <laughs> but I said, honey, if we had a girl, what about you? the name Aresia? She's like, where's that come from? It's like, she, she's a Green Lantern. And quickly got shot down. Quickly got shot It's a family down. name. <laughs> so, um, but uh, yeah, okay. There is someone with a green powering. I don't know how, mm-hmm. how is that generic enough without, you know, uh, uh uh, what was it? Clickbaiting. There's, there's a sort of there's a sort of Green Lantern. By the way, I I, I thought you knew about that already because it was in the trailers. I mean, again, I might have forgotten. Yeah, that's, that's fine. So, how far along are you in at Star Girl? Uh, the second episode. Okay, because I started watching it, and then I switched to Superman and Lois season two. And then I went back to Stargirl for a little bit. And then I switched back to Doom Patrol season, whatever the last season is, season three, I think. Which I was going to talk about next. Yes. 
Uh, yes. So I have uh, started watching actually just today, started watching Doom Patrol season three. And I I don't know when season three came out. Did it come out last year? It might have been a minute. Did, honestly. You, you said you were rewatching season three. I think yeah. on, uh, on, on the app itself, it said 2021. I completely missed that part. Uh, or again, forgot. <laughs> um, but it, it, a really nice way to button up the events of season two. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you talk about, uh, um, the daughter, the candleman, Jane, etc. Um, I, 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 you, you get to watch it and you're like, yeah, it's wacky. It's in, it's, yeah. it's beyond wacky. It's insane. Yeah. Uh, but it's very good. Very well done. And then Titan season four is out and, and I haven't watched any of that yet. I got to watch that too. So I, yeah, I, wonder, I don't know. I don't know where I'm at with Titans. I don't remember, which is kind of one of the reasons I rewatched doom patrol season three. Cause I'm like, I don't remember much of this. So I rewatched that and Titans, I don't know if I've seen second season. I don't remember. It, you would have, if you've seen Jason Todd. Yeah. Then I, I think you're in. And then the Scarecrow. I, I don't remember Scarecrow, but I, that would be I, season three. Yeah. So I think I might have to rewatch season three. It, it, it'd be fine. Um, and I got it. But we got to end on this. I don't know if we have to end on this, but this we got to bring this up and then probably get out of here because it's a school night, ladies and gentlemen. Um, did you see? First of all, we're we're recording this on the eve of Black Adam, and you're going to be watching it Friday night. I mm-hmm. still don't know if I'm going to make it to the theater Friday afternoon or not. I'm going to try. Um, that's all I can say about that. The I guess one of the characters from the uh, Justice League, or I guess Justice Society uh, mm-hmm. portion of, of the movie, uh, the actor who plays Adam Smasher uh, yeah. is trying to coax Ryan Reynolds uh, to put on the ring and do some ring slinging again. He thinks that an Adam Smasher Green Lantern team up is where it's at. Mike, gosh, what a what a brilliant, what a brilliant uh, thing to think about. Adam hey, Smasher. You know- Green just, Lantern. Just think about this. If DC wouldn't have fucked over that movie so bad, we could have had a Green Lantern 2, a Green Lantern Core movie, a Green Lantern Green Arrow movie. We could have had it all, but nope. They had to just keep pushing it and pushing it and making it take the edit this out and we do change this up and they ruined it. Now, Marvel, Marvel says, hey, you know what? We like Deadpool, Brian Reynolds. We got you. We got you, bud. They give him a big old hug. D- DC, or I mean, can't really put DC. Warner Brothers has messed up a few things in their superhero division uh, because it was at, at least released or announced or discussed this past week in, in some of the the, the press junkets, etc. that, that uh, you know, Dwayne Johnson's done for Black Adam that, he brought in Henry Cavill as Superman. Spo- I guess spoiler. I mean, I didn't realize that Superman was in the. I movie. don't know for sure. I don't know for sure if that happened. Uh, but but, but he but he said that he brought him in behind Warner Brothers back, mm-hmm. and now that Walter Hamada is out uh, of Warner Brothers, they are are working on a Man of Steel too. So yeah. with, with Henry Cavill, so it's like, 
what the hell was going on over there? Henry Cavill was such a good super. Say what you want about the movie and, and the the right. controversial ending, but uh, the the moments where you know he's he's figuring things out, he's finding out his identity, uh, and he's in you know the fortress or just outside the fortress out he's flying for the first time like that's yeah power that is evocative stuff that that's very uh similar to the christopher reeve batman and just warner brothers dropped the ball so many times in so many different directions it's very telling when you have somebody like henry cavill who not only was a good superman good clark kent but also wanted to be in more stuff said, I want to be in more stuff. And they didn't have, and then and man of steel came, comes out in 2013. And it's just now in 2022 that they're talking about, Oh, maybe we should do man of steel too. If they waited any longer, you'd think that it was going to be like a uh, man of twisted steel too. See, that, uh, Twister, 26 years. Yes. See what did there? Yeah. I, I like it. Perfect. Mike, All right, Greg. I feel like it's way too late for me to be making bad jokes. That's well, it's never too late. It's also, the, it's also the only, I was gonna say, it's also the only <laughs> jokes I got. Uh, with with that, why don't we call it uh, a night? Call it a show again, folks. Very important. This is definitely not episode three hundred. We still plan on bringing that to you live, uh, so you can join us and, and be part of the show and the festivities next week. But uh, in the meantime, we're going to sign off for the co-host of the year, Mike Luther. I'm Greg Mahochko. Uh, we're we're going to have a, a different week coming up because I'm going to be out of town. And so wish me safe flights and, and fun stuff. And, you know, yes, indeed. Taking a shuttle or bus or something from Brooklyn. Now I'm sorry, not Brooklyn, Queens uh, to Connecticut. That should be fun. It's only like a two oh, and a half wow. hour, okay. two and a half hour bus ride. So. Just just interview people, podcast with people there. Yeah, I'll have my phone. Well, why not? Yeah, there you go. Just hold so. your phone out. It'll, you'll be safe. It's fine. <laughs> hold, hold my phone out. Just all right. I'm definitely not surveilling the conversations on the bus. <laughs> right. <laughs> so uh, for Mike, for the co-host of the year, I'm Greg Mahachko. This has been, again, not 300 episodes, but a very fun run that we've had. And we're going to keep it going next week on Nerds United. In the meantime, be kind. And rewind. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com. Jittery Monkey.